Multiverse. This is the prophet of pop culture, John Pica, and this is your Star Wars Minute here on Back of the Serial Box presents the Jedi Avenger, and I am the Jedi Avenger himself because Star Wars movies and Avengers comic books made me who I am today. And real quickly, I just want to address a thought that I had about the book of Boba Fett. I feel like after seeing chapter six, episode six, which in my opinion was the most Star Wars, Star Wars ever made, I feel like a lot of fans of this show are looking at it in the wrong way. And let me preface this by saying that I was never a fan of Boba Fett. I never got the fan fervor over this character. Okay, he looked cool. He maybe had a reputation that fans created in their mind. But really and truthfully, in canon, in the films, the only thing we got was, you know, a few lines from him. Darth Vader considered him a formidable bounty hunter. So there was some gravitas there, but he didn't really do anything in Empire Strikes Back. And then in Return of the Jedi, he gets taken out like a punk. And I just never got the appeal of Boba Fett. Even the addition of his backstory that was provided by Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars animated series, there was just nothing that drew me to the character. So I say that going into this series with that framework. I liked his appearance and his contribution to the story in The Mandalorian Season 2, and that had me intrigued for the book of Boba Fett. That being said... The Book of Boba Fett has turned me into a fan because anytime Star Wars does what this series has done, and by that I mean when Star Wars shows you the culture and it peels back some of the layers of the politics or the cultural structures, you know, what is life like in the Star Wars universe? And That's what Book of Boba Fett has done. So I really, really love that. Seeing the political structure and the real lives of people in Mos Espa. But more than that, I love stories that expand on the hero's journey. 
And one of the parts of the hero's journey is to see a character become what they already are. Fans going into the Book of Boba Fett expected this badass warrior bounty hunter that they had created this fan canon, this head canon around. And that's not the character that we're necessarily getting at the beginning of Book of Boba Fett. We are getting a character who has gone through some stuff and is becoming a different person, is going through a new character arc. He has, as we saw in previous episodes, he has survived the Sarlacc Pit, but been seriously damaged by it, burned, scarred, and then exposed to the Tatooine deserts with the sand people. You know, his skin becomes damaged even further. Uh, He's got injuries that need to heal. And through the healing process, not just physically, but mentally, we are seeing those flashbacks to how he got to where we meet him in Mandalorian Season 2. And I love that. And there are scenes in the Book of Boba Fett where he really does show off his badassery. Like going into the cantina at Tashi Station. Um, You know, facing off against that giant lizard creature and choking it out with the chain. Um, and, And then leading the attack against the Pike's desert train all of those are really fantastic moments that show glimpses of the character that fans believe he is but he's changing because he's for the first time in his life finding community since being a young child he's basically been on his own and yes he's had alliances we we've seen some of his alliances in the Clone Wars. And, you know, we've seen some of his tutelage from other bounty hunters like Cad Bane and Bosk. But the Boba Fett that we see at the beginning of this show is a broken man. He's failed and he is rebuilding his life. And last night I'm watching Rebel Force Radio. My buddy Jason Swank from high school hosts that. And a fan commented in the chat that Boba Fett feels a lot like Wyatt Earp. Or maybe the man with no name from uh, the Clint Eastwood uh, movies, you know, Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, The Good, Bad, The Ugly, The Man with No Name. Or if you believe that Unforgiven and Pale Rider are part of that canon, Bill Money. So we're seeing him trying He's developed community. He's, you know, become a member of the tribe of the Tuscan Raiders. And he's seen... And to become a part of that community. And then 
the Pikes attack attack the camp and wipe everybody out. And that changes Boba Fett. And he realizes at that moment that he's got to go back to Tombstone. He's got to put on the Marshall badge. And he's got to right the wrongs that are being brought by the crime syndicate. Not just the Pikes, but all of the crime syndicates. And instead of just going in and blasting everyone to smithereens... He wants to play by the rules. He wants to do it the right way. And I love that character arc. And I love that we are about to see him break badass on the pikes with the help of Chrysanthemum and Din Djarin and Fennec Shand and Cobb Vanth. And who else might show up? Maybe Bo-Katan and her her clan of Mandalorian warriors, wouldn't that be epic? Maybe Ahsoka shows up for this final battle. I know we're not going to get Cara Dune, sadly. That would be fantastic. But this is all leading up to the finale of the Book of Boba Fett that is really going to show him as the... as the warrior that he is, but also as the diplomat and the empathetic leader. And I love this arc. He's not just a cold-blooded, heartless killer like Cad Bane anymore. But I think fans are looking at this as a standalone show that is supposed to be about Boba Fett. And I think that's the wrong way to approach it. And That's on Lucasfilm for marketing it the incorrect way. But at the end of the day, this is another chapter in the Mandalorian saga. And when this is all said and done, we are going to have seasons one and two, season two and a half, and then season three of The Mandalorian. And when I say two and a half, Book of Boba Fett is really Mandalorian season three. So Mandalorian Season 4 is really Season 4, Part 4, of what I am calling the Mandalorian Saga. And at the end of the day, that's what we're going to have. We're going to have a new trilogy in four parts. Star Wars, the Mandalorian Trilogy, or the Mandalorian Saga. And this story is just a part of that greater narrative that is filling in the details of who Boba Fett is, how he got where he is, how he became the character that we meet in Mandalorian Season 2, and how it sets him up to be a heroic, diplomatic, badass leader going forward. Are there still some twists and turns? Probably, yes. Are there probably some betrayals? Could be. Are we going to get the happy ending at the end of Book of Boba Fett that we all expect? Probably not. It will be a cliffhanger setting us up for Mandalorian Season 3. However, I like the direction that's going here. I like the Avengers-style assemblage, and I like the way 
that they are starting to interconnect the other pieces of the decanonized Legends expanded universe and bringing pieces of that back. They're connecting it to the prequel trilogy. They are connecting it to Clone Wars and Rebels. And there are pieces now that are connecting to the sequel trilogy. And I think at the end of the day, guys, after Mandalorian Season 3, and I hope they end it with Season 3. I am not a big fan of these never-ending series. I like to have a finite story. I want to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And right now we're in the middle. But I feel like at the end of Mandalorian Season 3, we will have been given, gifted, this connective tissue that will connect all of the pieces of the Star Wars universe and fill in the holes that so many of us wish weren't there. And I feel like the next couple of episodes, or maybe there's only one left, I I don't know. I'm just along for the ride. But I feel like season three of The Mandalorian is setting up Crimson Dawn. And I've heard rumors that we're going to see Kira, who is probably now the leader of Crimson Dawn. What I would love to see is some of the other crime families that compete with Crimson Dawn. And I would love to see, since we're bringing back characters from the EU and concepts from the EU, can we get Prince Shizor? And can we get Dash Rendar? Please? Please? Can we get Mara Jade? And can we get... Talon card, at least introduce them in this series, please. Or maybe they'll be introduced in the Bad Batch, because this has a lot of ties into the Bad Batch as well, um, which if you haven't been watching the Bad Batch, the final episode, they take the Camino cloner to Wayland, which is the planet that Joris Saboeth is cloned, and that's where the Emperor's clones were first developed, and there's all kinds of implications there for the sequel trilogy and tying everything together. And Dave Filoni and John Favreau are just absolutely freaking brilliant. And when you add in Bryce Dallas Howard and uh, Taika Watiti, and I know that George Lucas has been on set and has had input. It just is all coming together for this Star Wars fan. Anyway, I wanted to share those thoughts and just encourage you not to look at Book of Boba Fett as a standalone series that is about Boba Fett. I want you to look at it as another piece of the Mandalorian saga and maybe we're going to see a unification of Mandalore with Din Djarin, Boba Fett, and Bo-Katan. And who knows, maybe our armorer will you know, come around and, and see that the new order is actually the way. This is the way. All right, guys and gals, that's it for my 15 minutes of rambling. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please post a comment. 
on our Facebook group or on our Facebook page for Back of the Cereal Box. It ain't hard to find. Back of the Cereal Box on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see our Saturday morning live episodes, Cosplay Cafe, The Ice Cream Queens, and Cryptid Crunch, and even more fun. And if you like this show, please share it with two or 300 of your friends and family. And last but not least, please post a review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make it good. And let us know that you love what we're doing on Back of the Cereal Box. And with that, I am going to leave you. This is the prophet of pop culture, the Jedi Avenger, John Pica, signing off. Thanks for tuning in. Love you, mean it. And until the next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.